you know, be nice to have a boyfriend. Like everyone else. I trailed off. Sarah narrowed her eyes, and I braced myself. Two years had taught me narrowed eyes equals a blunt question. It might be nice, but do you think it's the healthiest thing for you right now? I stood up, instantly mad. Hey, why can't I just have one normal thing? Look at how much better I am. I'm coming off my medicine. I'm going to college every single day. I'm getting good grades. I even put my hand in a bin last week, remember? I slumped back down again, knowing she wouldn't rise to my dramatic outburst. Sure enough, she remained composed. It's normal to want something normal, Evie. I'm not denying you that, and I'm not saying you can't or shouldn't do it. You couldn't stop me anyway. I'm a free person. Silence, to punish my interruption. All I'm going to say, Evie, is that you're doing brilliantly. You said so yourself. However, she tapped her biro on her pad, rolling her tongue in her cheek. However, relationships are messy, especially relationships with teenage guys. They can make you overthink and overanalyze and feel bad about yourself. And they can make even the most normal... She made the quote sign with her fingers. Girls feel like they're going crazy. I thought for a moment. So you're saying Ethan is going to mess me about? No, I'm saying boyfriends and girlfriends in general mess each other about. I just want to make sure you're strong enough to cope with the mess alongside everything else. I crossed my arms. I'm still going on the date. It was a bit of a walk to the train station. The sun set gradually, making the sky an inky purple. There is lots of sky about where I live. Most houses are detached, with big sprawling gardens. The town centre has a Starbucks and a Pizza Express, a few pubs and all the other usuals, but it's still just an island of buzz in a vast sea of suburbia. Ethan sent another message, telling me when his train was due to arrive. He lived a couple of towns over. It was exactly a 19-minute train journey. Bad thought. What if he holds onto a pole on the train? What if someone with norovirus sneezed into their hands and then held the same part of the bar before Ethan. What if Ethan then holds my hand? I stumbled on nothing and almost fell flat. Dating did bring a whole load of new mess into my brain. But, as ever, in my brain, it was never normal mess. Things I reckon it's normal to worry about before a first date. Will it be awkward? Will they fancy me? How do I look? Will I like them? I'd had all the above on a recurring merry-go-round of neurosis all day. But I'd also had stupid, stupid bad thoughts about stupid, stupid bacteria. As bloody always. To distract myself, I replayed how Ethan and I had got to this first date. How Ethan and I got to our first date. 
He'd come into our second lesson looking pretty damn pleased with himself. Hey, I said shyly as he sat opposite me. Alien hand syndrome, he answered, nodding cockily. Huh? It's a new thing for you to be scared of. Alien hand syndrome. He'd remembered our conversation, and he'd done his own research. I grinned and tilted my head. Oh yeah, and what's that? Hang on. What the hell is alien hand syndrome? Will I catch it? It's proper weird. He waved his hands about all crazy. It's a neurological condition where your hand, like, grows its own brain and does crap, all on its own accord. He grabbed his throat and pretended to strangle himself. What? Even jazz hands? I asked, trying to make light of it.